Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach. I'm joined by Christian Garcia. So I'm just trying to adjust my seat because Cody, last minute right before recording, like, move your seat. I want you to be in frame. I know. Show up an hour late. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> and you're not sitting in frame. You think I'm happy about the fucking traffic? I hated that shit. Also, our light is broken, so if we look pastier than normal today, sorry. <laughs> this is how our real skin is. Um, today- She's lying. We're morphing. <laughs> yeah. We're evolving. Exactly. Pace to find. Like Darwin. <laughs> Today we're gonna to be talking we're gonna do a topic that might ruffle some feathers, but until don't internet comment until you actually listen to the episode. <laughs> or do actually those are my favorite. It's yeah. like, oh you guys are stupid because of this, this, and this. Like, oh my god. Didn't say any of that. <laughs> didn't so, say any of that at all. There's so many. So here's a little peek behind the curtain. When when I'm putting the episodes up every week, I try to think of the most inflammatory thumbnail I can think of because people will respond to it. And I don't care if it's negative because then you just know they didn't actually listen to the episode. Um, but um, it's it's exacerbated even worse if I create like a Facebook ad or something, which I do from time to time um, to like, you know, boost eyeballs, seeing it and stuff. And so we, we did one um, last week um, about Morbius. And so, some of the um, some of the comments we got were hilarious. So, like, the thumbnail was, Morbius sucks. Get it? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's a vampire. Right. Right? And then... Um, you even added the get it. Yeah, I did. Because <laughs> I wanted it to be stupid. Um, and, you know, I wanted it to be original. Morpheus sucks is kind of boring, but Morpheus sucks, get it? It's like a stupid <laughs> joke. Um, so, here's some of the comments we got from uh, Garland G. Lenore the Fourth. Where is it streaming? Good job, Garland. <laughs> Asking tough questions. Wait, that was the whole comment? Yep. All right, all right. So I said, you know, it's in theaters now, though I'm sure it'll be on Netflix in a while. He's gotcha. Then this other guy says, would most likely end up on Disney where all the other Marvel movies go. First of all, it's not a Marvel movie. It's a Sony movie. It's still technically Marvel. I mean, yeah, but a lot of those movies don't show up on Disney Plus, though. I like this guy, Jedediah Spiller. Morbius was solid AF. As fuck. A scientist mixes blood and mixes bat blood and gets sick ass powers. What were you expecting? Exclamation point question mark times like eight. And the after credit scene, OMFG. Yeah. As in, oh my God, it sucked or like. I don't know. I mean, it seems overwhelmingly positive, but who, <laughs> who could tell? Um, you know, I just I just said he it, he could have been an interesting character, but. It was just a boring, predictable moment. You're always so polite, man. I never check Facebook. You- <laughs> I like this one. Jason D. Turner Sr., Morbius was a good movie. And I said, 
Can't fool me, Jared Leto. <laughs> Isn't it Leto? Leto, it could be. I don't know. I say Leto a lot because there's that that song by. Um, ooh, I can't think. Of, it's the guy who all of his songs sound the same. Huey Lewis in the News. Leto. Oh, I think that's a. I, I think it's think, Leto. Oh, I so I I, know. I think it is Jared Leto. Yeah. I think that's his actual name. I just slip sometimes because I think of that song. I like this one too. James Brockmeyer. Good thing it's your opinion and your opinion doesn't mean it's mine. Cool. Cool. That's how opinions work. It's not how a sentence works though, James. You should uh, (laughs) study up on that. Morbius was a decent movie. This is Christopher Beard. Cool name, Christopher. Bad opinion. Morbius was a decent movie. Sorry, critics aren't always right or relevant. Cool. So I just like, well, I just thought it was. That's awesome that he thinks for critics. I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Thanks, James. Or Christopher. Uh, I was like, we just thought it was boring and predictable, and the after credit scene was dumb. Not sure what Sony is planning for future Spider-Man movies. He's like, I thought it was entertaining. As far as predictable, most movies are to some extent. The good ones aren't. <laughs> you should watch good movies. But, uh, yeah. so those Like are Temple st- of Doom. Didn't see all <laughs> those twists not, and turns coming. Not, not true. Not true at all. Um, but the whole reason we read some of those is I, f- I feel like, especially if I do a Facebook ad for this, we're going to get some hot comments because to, today we're going to be talking about wokeness in comic books. Ready. Are you ready? Pretty awake. Are you ready for a couple <laughs> cisgendered morons, morons <laughs> men to uh, mansplain some stuff to you? Um, though I, I, Did you just assume my gender, bro? Did you yeah. just assume my gender? Oh, I've seen your dick. That's true. <laughs> Um, I I would say that before you judge us, listen to our opinions. I feel like they're going to be fairly nuanced. We might throw some hate speech in there just because you know it's <laughs> stay funny. on brand, stay on brand. But uh, hopefully, hopefully you guys enjoy that. So we'll be talking about that after the break. And also, I think we're going to break new ground where a lot of people just either love it or hate it. But we're actually going to give some suggestions on how to fix it. All right. I feel like we do we do that on movies and stuff too. So uh, we'll be doing the same thing. Um, Before we do that, make sure you guys like, and subscribe, click the little bell icon or whatever the fuck down on YouTubes. Cause we're definitely not getting monetized for this shit. (laughs) Um, And uh, while you're down there, subscribe, leave us a comment, ask us where these comic books are sold and I'll, I'll Google some stuff and send it to you. (laughs) Where's that streaming? I don't know, bro. It's not streaming anywhere is the answer. Um, she said some BitTorrent site. Do people still do BitTorrents? <laughs> I think some people do, yeah. I think they're ju- just getting riskier and riskier. Okay. You know? Can you BitTorrent an N- NFT? That's like two cultures clashing. <laughs> Can you steal NFTs? Yeah. I'm sure if I just check my old school Napster. LimeWire? <laughs> Lime- 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 yeah, LimeWire. God, I had some viruses from LimeWire. <laughs> Best porn came from LimeWire. Oh, it sure did. Back in the day where it took like six hours to download a... 15-minute video, yep. and it was grainy AF. <laughs> Got to use your imagination. It's <laughs> kind of like VHS. Like yeah. Sometimes if you watch like these VHS movies, I didn't like, know what nipples actually looked like until yeah. much later. <laughs> I always thought they were just grainy. Yeah. Like, I didn't know they were smooth. I didn't know there was a difference. I just thought that was a dark spot on my TV. Um, <laughs> uh, so like and subscribe. Check out patreon.com slash friends. Help support the show. But let's do some nerdy confessions, Christians, before we start on this politically incorrect episode. Let's confess the things that make us nerds. You go first. Uh, my nerdy confession is I've become a 
bigger cat lover than I was before. I know this is gonna be, since we're on brand of pissing people off, I might as well just piss Cody off today. Yep. Uh, got a hairless cat. His name is Walter, and he's the best fucking cat ever. Uh, I know you think your cat's better. Whoever's is not Cody because Cody. Does. No. But uh, my cat's the best. Little little naked guy. Yeah, he looks like a ball sack. <laughs> he does the cutest little ball. Like sack. his whole. Imagine if you had your your cat at home. But all of his skin was just ball skin. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. He feels that smooth, really. He he's does. Just, he's that. He's that nice. No, um, he's that nice to the to the skin. Um, no, like Gotta he, moisturize him. Yeah. No, actually, he's he he's pretty oily. Yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> it's greasy. It's a greasy ball sack. <laughs> it's the best kind. Oh, but um, it's weird because he kind of looks like. Uh, Yoda and baby Grogu at the same time. Well, like they're he, the same creature, basically. Yeah, but like he looks useful and old at the same time. Oh, like a Benjamin Button. Yeah, like one of those. <laughs> um, he's the best. Um, I love fucking love that guy. In fact, I'm just like, what time are we finish and get back to yeah. things, Walter? You've already bought clothes for him. He's got clothes. He's got little shirts. Got a hoodie. And we're gonna spend. He's he's gonna be fucking dressed way better than me for sure. God. I'm gonna, I'm planning on starting him an Instagram. Make sure and follow. Maybe nerds with cats. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. God. Separate brand, please. <laughs> I'm hoping he gets a huge following, and then I'll just make sure and plug like the podcast. <laughs> yeah, and something so with special get, guest. Yeah, Walter. Walter <laughs> yeah. Mercado is his name. Walter Market. Or for anyone you know who's uh, who's seen the Netflix documentary about Walter Mercado, you know the uh, Puerto Rican um, ast- axe murderer, astrologer. No, astrologer. What's the one that just reads things from the horoscopes? Which one are those? Yeah, astrology. Astrologer? Is that there? It's not a real thing, so you can call it whatever you want. Whatever. <laughs> Guy who makes shit up for a living. Exactly. Horoscopist. He's a famous uh, Puerto Rican. Look him up. Uh, and I'm planning on getting him a little blonde so, wig. So, like, what did he do? He just came up with the horoscope? He just, like, came. Like, oh. Uh, your uh, Mars is in retrograde, so you know. If you watch the net, like it's weird because he's just a super flamboyant uh, Puerto Rican guy who progressively started turning more and more like um, he was like he was the Jenner, whichever one Chris, you Chris Jenner, yeah. Bef- and then, oh, oh, like Caitlyn Jenner, yeah, like he kind of like that, slowly that Bruce, morphed Bruce before Caitlyn. That one, I didn't. Chris wanna, Jenner is the mom. I didn't want to get or the names Chris, wrong. Yeah. Actually, maybe I should have since we we're planning on – we're not planning on – we don't want to piss anyone off, but we just know people are going to get yeah. pissed off. But he just slowly morphed on camera and became more and more uh, feminine. Liberace style. Exactly. Yes, yeah. very much so. So I plan on getting Walter a wig and a cape and <laughs> little white outfits. Get him a Merkin. I don't even know what a Merkin is. You don't know what a Merkin is? No. So a Merkin is a wig but for your pubic area. <laughs> Why do you know this? I know things, Christian. That's my job. American. Yeah. yeah Why know. does the guy sound so close to America? You can do something. No, nah, it's Merkin. Like, like, sounds like a like an old Jewish man's name, Merkin. We should. It should have been more like Canadian. <laughs> Why are you putting that on America? Yeah. Um, but I'll fucking love him. Uh, maybe. No, I doubt I'll be able to bring him on the show here for the YouTube channel. But we probably would get a lot of cat lover hits. But he's the best. Maybe later on I'll put pictures on Instagram. Dude, you can't, you can't fucking, you can't make this up. I'm going to sh- share my screen real quick here on the old podcast. Why'd uh, you put in Merkin and Jared Leto? That's you. You ruined the punchline. <laughs> okay, I just typed in Merkin, 
And then the Wikipedia page has a picture of Jared Lee Leto on it. Merkin is a pubic wig. Merkin's reward by workers uh, after shaving their mon pubis. Um, that's hilarious. Thank you, whoever put this on. This is, oh my God. Whoever was listening just like live oh, tweeted go. or live put this just for the show. That's amazing. Why isn't why is it not it doesn't have <laughs> That guy has Jared a Le- small dick. <laughs> it might not have been a dude. Oh maybe, I guess. I don't know why it's here, but it's not on the other thing, but goddamn that's hilarious. <laughs> Ugh you can't you can't write comedy like that. That's <laughs> I'm sorry that I ruined that, your that's joke. That's amazing. But- I couldn't help but see, like, wait, he just typed that in. If I had prepared more for this show, I would have done it myself. But good looking out. Not all heroes were that. I just ruined the bit. I'm sorry, (laughs) guys. Yeah, you created the bit and then stepped on the punchline. Yes, that was exactly it. I'm sorry I get excited. It's meta comedy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, God, that was hilarious. I can't believe that happened. Uh, my nerdy confession is, um, Christian, I don't know if you know this, but I'm you're looking at your newest Elden Lord. I've beaten Elden Ring. What? Yeah. Nice. I've actually, I actually beat it like last week. I, I forget what I talked about last week, but I was pretty excited about nice. it. Nice. Um, Did you do it by yourself? Uh, I, I've definitely had friends come and help me. Like, like, to me, that's what's fun about the game is like playing with you or playing with my buddy Joe jumping in and like helping each other out on bosses and stuff. Um, but I will say towards the end, I was beating most bosses by myself. Um, if someone wasn't on to play, I would just go in and I've leveled up enough where, um, I can actually handle most people. Some like the Elden beast, which is one of the last bosses still gave me some fucking trouble. Um, but after a couple of attempts, I, I was able to get it down. Um, yeah, and the last what not the last one, but I think the second to the last time we played, Cody just came over and just like dropped all these fucking um, runes for me. I was like, oh shit, yeah, this just, is awesome. Yeah, because I, I mean, or not runes. What are the ones that give you the? Yeah, the runes. Runes. Right? Yeah, not ruins. Runes. Ru- ruined. No, no, not. There's no I in there. It's runes. Uh, runes. Like Celtic runes. Ah. Nordic runes. Viking That's runes. Obviously shows how much I play the game. Magic magic runes. But I think with what you gave me, I jumped like 12 levels. Which yeah. Is- so that's the thing is um, part of the game is that as to as you level up, it takes runes to um, add to your stat points, right? And so every time you level up, that cost requirement goes up. So, like, for you to level up one level, it's, 20 like, 20,000 yeah. runes. Before, like, back when I gave you those, it was, like, probably 10,000. Like, 9,000, 9,000, yeah. right? For me to level up one level in Elden Ring now, 800,000 runes. How the fuck are you supposed to do that? The, if you followed that YouTube video that I sent you, <laughs> you can get that pretty quickly. Okay. I can get, I can get uh, over a million runes in less than three minutes. Jesus. So... But still, a million runes is like one level and then a little chunk of extra now. So it's there's not much not much use for me now to keep hang on to those like the uh consumable ones. So I hand them out leisurely to my to my friends. Dude, I heard that there's this uh player who um I forgot his name, but he's helped over three hundred people uh oh, defeat- let me solo her. 
is is that's that, his name. It's and he has a naked character, right? Yes. So let's let's legendary talk, character. Let's talk about the most legendary character ever. His and you know what's awesome is like the yeah. fame came not because he's like or he or she is like seeking this fame. It's just that there's they're going around just helping people because this person struggled so much. That like in order is like it's just giving back to other people like I want to help out. Yeah, exactly. He it's it's an amazing story. We're assuming he. We keep saying he or he. Uh, yeah, he he uh he came out on a um, on a post, um, and he kind of explained himself. But but he was I think the original um original post on Reddit that that kind of blew up it says to the person on PS Five named. Oh no no! This is a different one. That, that that's an offshoot. <laughs> oh, read that. Read that anyway. <laughs> well, let's read the we'll read the first first one um, first one uh, to uh, set everything up, and then I'll read the other one. Okay, this one says thank you. It was on the Elden uh, Elden Ring subreddit. Um. Oh, this is the guy. Fuck. Where's the original post? I've been t- as you can tell. I've been talking about this guy quite a bit because because I freaking. I freaking love it. The story of it. It's so amazing. Um, but yeah, basically there was, um, there was a, a guy named let me solo her. And, um, that's his, like his, his game name, um, character name, I should say. And essentially what, th- what they do is they always put their, um, they always put their summon sign outside, um, uh, millennia. Oh, here. Fuck. I finally found it. <laughs> I think that's it. Oh no. God damn it. It was close. Uh, I'm getting close to the thing. Um, here it is. So, um, he always puts a summon sign down in front of millennia, who is, is one of the hardest bosses in the game. Cause she's just brutal. And then she has a second phase where she transforms and it's even worse. Um, so here's the post. Here's to an absolute legend. Let me solo her. After 20 to 30 millennia attempts and getting to about 15% several times, I finally decided to go, I would try summoning and bum rushing with two other people um, and just getting it done. So I popped the finger remedy and approached the first sign I could see. It was a man wearing nothing but a jar on his head, holding two katanas named Let Me Solo Her. I considered against it, but I was curious. And who am I to deny him his wish? The man took no damage except from some rot on, on the big flower attack. He was flawless and put all my attempts to shame. I definitely didn't kill millennia, but either way, she is dead. Thank you, kind stranger, even if you'll never see this message. And so um, there's been this legend of let me solo her, um, like kind of building and building and building. There's videos of him doing it and things like that. Um, and he even he even wrote a, a post um saying you know thank you to all the like all the support and stuff and there's a little picture of him in game bowing um <laughs> and it's uh he says i've been getting a lot of questions so i hope this helps i use <laughs> he goes over his whole build he says my summon sign is always down right next to the summoning pool statue outside millennia if you need help i would like to say that if you want to fight millennia alongside please do so although i can't guarantee your safety I want to help those who are struggling with millennia and as long as I uh, as they tried their best to fight her for a while. I love the rise of the new jarnished out there tarnished with their he- jars on their heads. Um, jarnished? Jarnished, yeah. That's awesome. And he's also saying there's a lot of people um, 
impersonating him and streaming and stuff saying that they're him and that's not him. So if you see someone claiming to be let me solo her, that's um that's not actually I fucking yeah. love that a legend grew out of a video game. Like, I know. It, it and it was completely organic. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying like that's the, that's the cool part that it wasn't yeah. something like this person didn't plan to do like to become famous. Right. It just happened. It just happened because of how epic he was. <laughs> that's how legends are born. Um so this one is is one that says to the person on PS5 named Let Her Solo Me, who ran into Millennia's room, no weapons, only a jar on your head, and let her insta-kill you. You're amazing. I need to laugh after a stressful day at work. I love this community so damn much. <laughs> and then someone responded, I, I, summons, I summoned uh, someone called Let You Solo Her, and he ran into the edge of the arena, transformed into a candle stand, and watched me die. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. So uh, to uh, to uh, um, let me solo her, you're a legend. I can't believe how that grew out of nothing. That 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 should be your goal, Cody. <laughs> to be that guy. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that would be cool. He's, but I've watched the video because he did. I think someone posted a video of him playing her. You know, uh, like they were they were one of the people watching him. And you just watch him do it, and he's just like he doesn't take a single hit. It's crazy. That's fucking nuts. I seen a different video. I don't know this person's name, but it's a guy who's naked but just has like jars on their hands and it's like just straight up boxing. Boxing, yeah. And just I see him just wrecked, but he's fighting other players. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's a PvP scene in Elden Ring that I'm not akin to you, but uh, yeah, it's it's cool. But yeah, I will say so. I've started New Game Plus. So when I've been playing with you recently, I'm playing New Game Plus, which means you start the game over. From the beginning, so all the bosses respawn, and then you lose all your sites of grace that you've been to, mm-hmm. but your map stays unlocked. You keep all of your gear essentially. You keep your level, and so you can just run through it. And then some of the enemies, the, the enemies get a l- little bit more life, like they get more HP to whittle down, and they do more damage to you. So the game gets a little bit harder each you time s- you do that. What 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 was the uh, the class you chose the first time? Mm, I think it was a confessor. I think you got to do it with another different one. You got to be like the prisoner, or someone that's straight up that starts just straight magic based. Yeah, I mean, I, you could, um, but with new game plus, you can't do that. You can't keep your same character. But you if know? you start a new game, if I start a new game, yeah, I'd be down. I mean, at this point, do you get to keep the old character? Um, I don't know if you start a completely new one. I don't know if there's different save slots. Probably, but I'm not sure. Then don't do it. Because I still need your help. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, my, my friend Pat, I think, is on his third go-round of Jeez. the game. And he's he started completely fresh now, rather than doing New Game Plus again. Because you can do New Game Plus as many times as you want, and they keep getting harder. And you keep getting more runes from bad guys now. So. I, I need to start practicing the parry, just because I've seen some people do some, like... Mm-hmm. I've seen them, like, hit bosses with it, and yeah. just, like, the boss will stagger. You so. know who doesn't parry at all? Let me solo her. Really? Yeah. No, he just fucking, he just, he has it down where he knows what attacks are coming next and he knows how to dodge away from them or into them or whatever so he doesn't get hit. And then he just waits for an opening and just attacks a couple times and then waits and then dodge, 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 waits for an opening, attack, attack, and then bounces out. And he's very, very patient with it. You know what they should do is just make him a boss. Dude, that's what I was uh, telling my buddies. I'm like, because someone on PC has modded it so that you can summon him at, you know, how you can summon certain NPCs into the game. Yeah. Someone modded it so you could summon him 
into your game on different bosses and stuff, but that's on PC and it's modded. Um, but I was like, dude, they should make it so he's a secret boss that you can do like a side quest. Yeah. And like after you beat the game, he comes out and you're like, oh, fuck. And you have to beat him. And he's just impossible to beat. All these genius ideas we dropped, man. I know. <laughs> From Soft, if you hear us, take our idea. We love it. All right. Well, let's take a quick little break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about wokeness in comics and does it belong there <laughs> we'll find out we'll be right back It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. Okay, Christian, tell us why you hate the gays. <laughs> Just kidding. I think you could say that. <laughs> It'd no. be hard being born and raised in San Francisco to hate. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. I th- I think I'm it's, sure it's possible. It's possible. I'm sure. Like there are people I know who are not very tolerant. But um, I will say, like, I feel like we've always had kind of a um a disadvantage talking about this because we're pretty accepting guys because we've lived in the bay area our entire lives there's not much that faces us yeah (laughs) i feel like before covid you could literally walk down the street you'll see a guy walking around naked naked as walter sucking another dude's dick yeah you know i've never seen that (laughs) i've seen i've seen crazier you know what i mean so it's just one of those things where it's like it it after a while, you get a little desensitized to it, and you realize everyone just likes putting stuff up inside themselves. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh, I don't I, care. I don't care what it is. I get it. You know? I just, I think it's hilarious is like when I would walk around with like family members or friends who've never been to San Francisco yeah. or just like tourists, and they're like, there's a naked guy. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> That's naked Steve. Yeah. He's always naked. That's like it's his whole deal. It's a big deal. You know what the best part is? They always bring a towel for very respectful. They always bring a towel for when they're going to sit somewhere. Oh, that is nice. Or maybe it's for their own protection. Just so they don't get <laughs> maybe maybe they're going to the beach. <laughs> but I, no, I've seen them at restaurants. Like they put the towel down and then they sit. I'm like, I, now now they let the naked of, guys in the restaurants outside. Oh, outside. Now I'm just wondering. Now thinking about it, is it? I thought. Here, look at that. Being respectful. Yeah, he's naked, but he doesn't want anyone else. No, he just down. doesn't want crumbs getting up down in there. You know what I mean? He's That's just true. <laughs> covering. <laughs> You gotta put a napkin on your lap, you know. What he I'm doesn't saying? put it on the lap; he puts it on the chair. For... On the chair, yeah, that makes. It's probably just so, like, ass cheeks don't stick, you know. Oh, that's fair. Or like, if it's if it's got like slats or whatever, you don't get the stripes in your butt, you know, because that would look embarrassing walking down the street. That's true. When you're naked, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I remember I saw a naked guy uh, down in the financial district w- walking down the street. He had a. Uh, like a fedora type business hat looking like a old guy from Mad Men. Yeah. You know? And he had, um, he had dress shoes and socks, briefcase, nothing else. I'm well, just sh- like, shoes make sense because what so- kind of meeting are you going to? <laughs> the naked guy. <laughs> What's in the briefcase? 
It's work. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. He's not going to put it in his prison wallet. Yeah. I don't know, man. It was it was so weird. Shoes make sense, though, because of the fucking use <laughs> All the juice needles and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that was a really long preamble. So uh, we're talking today about um, what we're calling loosely wokeness in comics. And, um, I mean, you could call it what you will, um, but essentially kind of how we're defining it is when comic book companies like Marvel, DC are um, trying to modernize their comics, sometimes in a, not a very tactful way, um, by adding extra diversity into comics. And I don't think that that by itself is a bad thing. I think we need more diversity in these stories that we're reading, right? Um, but I think what a lot of people, some people, let's let's face it, some people are just prejudiced and they don't want any of that representation in comics. No. There's, you know, there's a big chunk of the country, largely around the middle and the bottom, if you know what I mean. There's, um, <laughs> there's also a comic book store we used to go to that we didn't fucking know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our uh, former uh, owners of a comic book shop we used to go to has turned into a very, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, bigoted. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> conservative YouTuber. But um, anyway, um, but I think. I, there are also people out there who, who don't like this because they feel like their characters that they've grown up loving are being changed to appeal to other people. Right. I think that's the, the sure. that's probably a big complaint that people get. And, and I understand that side of it because look, my favorite characters are captain America and Thor. Like those have always been like two of my, two of my top boys and the straight Aryan guys. I get it. I see where you're coming from. <laughs> Blonde hair, blue eyes, the way it should be. Uh, uh, but if it, when they when they, they change those characters, like it hurts a little bit. You know what I mean? Like even when it was Bucky who was taking over for Captain America, who and I love the Winter Soldier arc. Like that to me is some of the best comic writing, the Ed Brubaker Captain America run is some of the best comic book writing I've ever read. But even when that was happening, it was upsetting because it's not Steve Rogers, you know? Like, I I grew up loving Steve Rogers as Captain America. Was it the pistol that bothered you? That he was running around with the shield and the pistol? <laughs> no, it was just that it wasn't Steve Rogers, you know? It, it was like, I did like his outfit, and I was like, the gun kind of makes sense. <laughs> the, well, well, yeah, the thing to remember about Bucky is, in the comic books, he did not have the super soldier serum. No. Like, they've kind of made that happen in the MCU. But in the comic books, the only reason he could fight with Captain America is he has a fucking r robot vibranium arm. Yeah. Well, I thought it did beef him up, the arm. Like, it I don't, augmented I don't him. think so. They may have added that in later, but it that wasn't part of it. He had been, like, obviously super trained to be uh, an assassin and stuff by the KGB or whatever. Um, and um, But it was the arm was what gave him the super strength. That's why when he threw it, he threw it with the arm. Yeah, yeah, Because it gave him the strength and agility and the ability to catch it without cutting his hand off. <laughs> but, yeah, so even when that kind of stuff happens, um, I'm it, – it's a bummer. Or And, like, when the Falcon is now Captain America, that's a bummer, too. It's not because I don't like the Falcon as a character. It's because he's not Captain America to me. You know, Steve Rogers is always going to be Cap to me. Um, how do you kind of define the wokeness in 
comic books. I mean, or just wokeness in general, for that matter. I, I mean, like, trying to see I could word this tactfully. I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't like it when it's shoehorned in. When it seems it's just to shoehorn it in. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we were talking before we started recording, like comics, and I feel like Marvel in particular. Uh, no, I'll say both sides. They've always tried yeah. to do things that were current at the time. Right. Um, but it, I don't know, maybe in the past, fuck, I'm going to sound old. Maybe in the past, it just didn't sound like it was, like, forced. Right. Like, uh, we were talking, like, Luke Cage, like, um, you know. Or the X-Men, for that matter. Yeah, yeah, or the X-Men. Um, you know, there was consistent outsiders, outcasts, and, like, they just formed a group, and, <clears throat> you know, there was... You know, and I, I feel like so many people have said it before, but, like, Professor X was seen as, like, um, basically Martin Luther King, and um, Magneto was seen as, um, uh, fuck, I'm blanking fucking history. Um, Malcolm X. Malcolm X, yes. And so, like, that was, you know. Conveniently, the, both a little bit lighter in skin tone, though. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, the ideas were there. Yeah. So, like, I and, and like. But, yeah, you're right. You know, you have that. that yeah, more of the pacifist and more of the militant. Right, and like it just still fighting for the same thing essentially. Right, right. God, X Men comics are good. Yeah, they're they're fucking they're great. Um, but it just like I feel like when you you want to use things that happen in reality mm-hmm. and tell it in a story format, you know, you use lies to tell the truth, and like that was the truth. Like, hey man, sometimes you got to take shit into your own hands. Like the system isn't always going to be on your side. Right. So. Like, but I just feel like to, like, I mean, we're going to get into it, but like the, it's two years past now, but the new, new, um, what was it? The new, 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 new warriors. It just, it felt, I mean, even when it was announced, I I was just like, it seems so lazy to me. That's, that's what it really seemed. I think, I think the thing that bothers me most is when, when, uh, we talk, we've talked before about virtue signaling. Yes. And how it's like, you know, it's like, what's a good example? Like maybe like a new Walmart ad makes a point to show like, you know, this multicultural family celebrating Kwanzaa or something. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, Walmart, I see what you're doing. Like you don't actually care. You're just trying to sell more whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's it's like you're just doing it to get the optics on yourself. Um Ooh, Did we just lose visuals? Yeah, I think the visuals. Just... That was fast. They just cut it off, cut us off quick. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, stand by. And that's how we fix racism. Yeah. All that right there. <laughs> just laid it all out. I think it was a solid three-step plan. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we uh, we were we had some technical difficulties, but uh, now we're back. Um, so uh, you mentioned the the new new warriors. Um, which happened, I think it was a couple years ago now. 2020. 2020. Um, the dark times. <laughs> um, and I think one thing that's interesting about these guys is that it, it comes down to laziness, I think. I think that's what bothers me the most. And so for those of you who don't know, the New Warriors is a superhero team that I think started in like the 80s, I think, mid-80s. Uh, I don't remember, but yeah. But they had probably. like Namorita who was like – like Namor's cousin or something. Needed Speedball. Um, there were some other ones too. Was it Speedball? Speedball, yeah. You don't remember Speedball? He was the one who caused Marvel Civil War. Was he? Yeah. Oh, he's the one that died. 
no, was no he didn't die. He he was the one like basically. So here's brief history of Marvel Civil War the comics. There was a, the New Warriors, and they were starting a reality show to try to get better optics for their for their superhero team because they were always overshadowed by like the Avengers and whatnot. So they were doing a reality show, and they see some supervillains, and they're like. Rather than playing Washington, they're like, let's go in there and just like beat him up and you know make a really good episode. They go in, but one of the guys, I forget what the guy's name was, but his power was like he could cause like huge explosions. And so they rush in there, speedball like bounces around and and punches this guy, and the guy lets off lets off this explosion, which basically nukes this town in Connecticut, killing a bunch of women and children, a bunch of the new warriors and stuff like that. And so um, and that causes the superhero registration act because yeah. people are upset. Um, and then he turns into, he basically goes to jail because he's responsible for it. And he becomes, uh, he finds out that his superpowers, which are like, I forget what they used to be. He used to be able to go, go fast, but also like shoot these like speed balls around or something that would like, I don't know. doesn't matter, but he found, <coughs> um, that his powers had changed. So when he inflicts, inflicts himself with pain, he become he becomes more strong and powerful, and he he uh, took on the name Penance, which was like a really awesome looking, like Hellraiser type looking character. He was part of the Thunderbolts for a while and stuff. But anyway, so it was it was an established team, but then they changed into something um, that it looks a little bit different, and a big part of it is they introduced um, what five new characters. Um, so here's the original New Warriors, or at least that iteration of them. Got Namorita here, that Speedball. Um, I forget what her name is, Firestar or something like that. Um, but anyway, here's here's some of the new ones. So we got Screen Time, um, who he's a meme obsessed super teen whose brain became connected to the internet after becoming exposed to his grandfather's experimental internet gas. <laughs> Just that alone right there. like Now he can see augmented reality in real-time maps and can instantly Google any fact. First of all, literally everyone can do that. <laughs> Every cell phone does that. Right. Right? But does that internet- make him effectively a genius? He sure acts like he does. <laughs> <laughs> but internet gas? This is from Marvel.com. This is official yeah, yeah. verbiage, no, right? Yep. Um. The word screen time is only ever used in a sort of restrictive sense, and because we're doing a story about a teenage rebels, a lot of the names are about teens fighting against the labels we put on them. So screen time, we like the idea that he has infinite screen time. All right. This is the one. This is the one that this is, is the one. <laughs> rough. Snowflake and Safe Space. Those are their actual names. Um, so we got Psychic Twins. Okay. Interesting idea, right? Twins have like that. Like oh, I can feel when my twin is yeah, or they create their own languages. I, I, yeah, yeah. Ooh, like Nell. Remember that movie with uh, Jodie Foster? <laughs> yeah, she creates her own language. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird movie. It was a very weird movie. <laughs> anyway, all twins are psychic, but we're psychicer. Okay, God, see, the like writing is so bad. Snowflake is cryokinetic and can materialize snowflake-shaped shuriken projectiles for throwing. So like. Snowflake-shaped ninja stars. Safe space can materialize pink force fields, but he can't inhabit them himself. The the reflex only works if he's protecting others, um, which is kind of – I don't know if they meant this, but it's kind of ironic because people who create safe spaces aren't worried about protecting themselves. They're worried about 
protecting other people. <laughs> They're literally inserting themselves in to protect other people, whether they want it or not. See, this to me all strikes me like, you know, like when you're watching a movie and then someone's making yep. fun of something and yeah. like, this is what it strikes me as. Like, right. <laughs> it would be a funny joke if it was a joke. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I know it said it somewhere in here, but Snowflake is non-binary and is uh, re- referred to with they, them. So um, that's, you know, that and that's fine. You know, it's whatever. That's not the part that's annoying. That's not the part that's annoying. First of all, how effective are <laughs> Snowflake-shaped ice shuriken how does that affect anything okay here's b negative get it yes i know they say it's like morpheus sucks (laughs) they actually have that b negative and then like they actually write b e negative on there is i get their attempt at humor because he's goth and he's a negative guy i guess so uh so this guy uh exposed to michael morbius's blood as a child that's kind of cool um and he He's uh, so he's got all the vampire powers that Michael Morbius has. So he's already not an original character. He's also obsessed with all the music and attitude of a classic long past decades, like the '90s and 2000s. The world is a vampire, and so am I. Cool, bro. Cool. All right. Like smashing pumpkins. Here's, we get it. Yeah, we get, we get it. You're edgy. You listen to I don't know. I don't know what's edgy. Nirvana. I don't know. <laughs> Trailblazer. Um. Who, you know, as you can see, she's a husky gal, but that's fine. Um, But uh, she basically uh, gets her magic backpack, which is actually a pocket dimension with seemingly infinite space from which she can pull out useful or random objects. It's not always under her control. She claims to get her power from God, but not the God you're thinking of, Christian. How do you know what I was thinking of? I could have been thinking Odin. Yeah, I know. Uh, But all that is is any D and D character with a bag of holding. Yeah. That's all it is. Also, you take that backpack off and she's completely useless. <laughs> Though I would say most of these guys, even the internet guy over here, um, screen time, uh, is pretty useless. Um, like I'm sure visually snowflakes got some pretty cool stuff. Um, safe space just has some stupid pink bubbles. And then, oh, also, I didn't mention this with B negative. He sucks blood with his hands. Yeah, like Morbius. Like, does Morbius do that? I thought yeah. he did it with his mouth. Nope, hands. Man, they didn't put that in the nope, Jared Leto movie. Nope, sure didn't. Anyway, <sighs> so hopefully you can kind of see from that some of the problems that we're saying. Like, these are not very well thought out characters. No, it, it seems to me like they gave. They had a list of boxes they needed to check. I was so gonna. Like, s- we need non-binary check. That, that'll be snowflake. We need we we need plus size. Okay, trailblazer. We got that one. We need maybe on the spectrum, kid who sits on a computer all day long. Screen time. We got you. It just seems to me like they gave a project to high school kids and we're just like run with it and then we're yeah. just gonna do it regardless of what you say. Was it a contest? <clears throat> like did someone win? Like, I don't know. That was a create your own superhero thing. It was a make a wish kid. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just like here yeah, we. Ooh, all right. That's we're gonna do it. I mean, we said we'd do it. We shouldn't have said we would do it. <laughs> um, I yeah. I, so I mean, I guess. And who knows? Like they could turn out to be awesome, right? Well, they, this is it. Twenty twenty. I'm pretty sure they they didn't turn out to be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but I think I think the problem is is that 
they weren't well thought out superheroes first. They were they were thought out to to again fulfill a role in you know adding diversity, which on its own is not a bad thing. But if that's all they are, they they don't fulfill the first and foremost rule that you need to be in Marvel comics, which is to be a superhero, someone who's cool and people want to be. No one wants Trailblazer's magic backpack. I don't know. That would make me kind of cool. Just pull out anything you want whenever you want. Okay, would you rather do that or be Spider-Man? Oh, fuck, Spider-Man. Right, right. Which like, brings me to... For that matter, would you rather be, like, I don't know, what's what's a what's a lame superhero? Like, Invisible Woman? Would you rather do the magic backpack or be Invisible Woman? Well, she gets amazing force fields, so... Yeah, right? <laughs> That's already better than safe space. <laughs> um and yeah, I think that's the problem is that they're not thought of as superheroes first. They're thought of like, we need someone who represents this group, right? Um, and it's not saying you can't start character creation that way, right? It's like when we create D&D characters, like, ooh, I want to create like a super edgy guy, right? You can start with that, but then you have to fill in everything around that to make a complete character. You can't just be like, I'm just an edgy dude. I'm a... Uh, I'm a shifty eyed and steal stuff, you know, <laughs> um, you gotta, gotta fill that out a little bit. Right. Um, any more thoughts on new, new Warriors? Nah, man. It's just like, like, it, I think it's exactly what you said. It was just, it's, um, I'm trying to cater to a certain group. Yeah. Um, but that's about as far as my thought process goes. Right. Um, everything else, like it'll just fall into place. Like it's going to work because it, it'll work. And, <clears throat> you know, and obviously that's, it, it, Obviously didn't, right. but um, I think it's because there wasn't a lot of thought put into it. Now, on the flip side, what worked, uh, like Miles Morales. It was, right. And even on, like like you said, you take a character that's been established, but right. he's in a whole other universe. He's not actually taking Peter Parker's uh, space. Well, he's, now they've kind of, I think he's now in the regular MCU. Now. But that's not how it started. Right, right. So, it I mean, started in the Ultimates universe. Yeah, and uh, the character just became so popular Right. And organically that they're like, oh, shit. OK, well, now we have to slap him in 616 because people love him so much. Right. So. Um, but one of the problems I had when Miles Morales was initially um, introduced was the idea that he is just Spider-Man. And it's like, OK, well, he yeah, he has Spider-Man like like, you know, powers and stuff. But he's not Peter Parker. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Yeah. Right. And I think that's. That's one of the issues I always have with when whenever they introduce a new character, but just call them an established one, which DC has done quite a bit, right? Like how many flashes have there been, right? How many Green Lanterns have there been? There's been, I think three, three or four Green Lanterns that I know of at least. There's Hal Jordan, John Stewart, the first guy, <laughs> <laughs> and then Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner, See, I, I know a little bit. I forget what the first guy's name was. doesn't matter. Um, so they do this mantle passing a lot more than Marvel. And I think maybe that's kind of why I had an aversion to it at first because I'm a Marvel boy. And, you know, Marvel boy is also a superhero, I'm sure, right? <laughs> I'm sure there's has a Marvel to, boy. Has to be. <clears throat> Actually, he might be uh, in the Shazam family because he was Captain Marvel. But who knows? Um, but, yeah, I think, I think that's a problem I always have is, like, you know, Miles Morales – is an interesting character on his own. And then you have people like me who are like, well, he's not Spider-Man though. And so like, it took me a while to read that comic book and get into it and be like, Oh shit. Miles Morales is actually fucking cool. (laughs) 
Um, so I think they shoot themselves in the foot a little bit with that because if you have a an established superhero character name, Captain America, uh, Spider-Man, Wolverine, whatever you want, right? And you have people who like that character, but then you give that name to another character, you're you're alienating the people who who've been with you since the beginning with the original character. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is why I think it's it's better. Now, don't get me wrong; it's a tougher thing to do, but it, it it's I think it's better to create a separate new identity character. And if you create a good, compelling character, it'll work. I think it'll work if you do the separate universes. I yeah. think that the and separate think, universe thing is a convenient thing. I wish they did that more with some of these other characters. Yeah. And I think that's why I worked with with Miles Morales. I, I just remember when. He was announced, and this is when Facebook, except for the younger yeah. people, Facebook was once popular. Facebook used to be the Twitter and Instagram. Don't worry, Elon Musk will buy that, and it'll become popular again. <laughs> but I remember when he was announced, and I remember reading someone saying, like, oh, you're telling me a black kid in a mask, and he's supposed to be a hero, not out robbing people? I was like, oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. I'm like, okay, That's all right. All right, man. <laughs> I see where you're at with that. Um, so, like... <laughs> I feel like any time uh, I remember, I remember when when I first read it, and I read about him and his family and stuff. And was, I found out that his dad's name is, uh, oh fuck, his dad's name is. I can't think of the guy's name now. It's it's the name of the president of the Confederacy. <laughs> And you don't know this, Cody? I, I don't. I, I actually forgot his name. Um, yeah, so, um, and then in Miles, yeah. Um, oh, that's what it was. Jefferson Davis is his is his name. He was the president of the Confederate States of America, right? Uh, Civil turns War. Turns out Cody did know that. Because uh, uh, you'll, you'll hear why in a second. Because I, I read it, his his mom's last name is Morales. So that's why he goes after by Miles Morales. But his dad's name is Jefferson Davis. So Miles Morales' name is actually Miles Davis. Well, Miles Morales Davis. No, Miles Davis Morales. Depends on which culture it, you're going by. Well, But I, yes, but, but Miles still, Davis, yeah. His name is Miles Davis, jazz, jazz musician extraordinaire. And I was just like, that's such a weird... <laughs> like, first of all, you named a character Miles Davis, but you don't call him that. And then you named his dad, who's African-American... Jefferson Davis? What? 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 What African American mom in her right mind would name their son that? I can see it happening like they didn't what? know. Or what if, what, if Jesus they, what if they had some guy that they knew that they were like, you know, in honor of like this great like family member of mine, we're going to give him the first name. You're like, Robert oh, well. E. Lee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is going to be named after our great uncle, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Then, Not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> but no. yeah, it's, it just seems... Is our uncle the bread maker, Adolf Hitler. Yes. When, sadly, when it, sadly went out of business because no one was shot there. Yeah. Afraid of his oven. I don't know why. Oh God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank God you said that and I didn't say that. Um, yeah, it just seems like such a weird a weird naming choice. But I'm here for it. But yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think... Um, uh, it was met with a lot of undue criticism that those people though, 
I don't think there's not going to be much winning them over no. with this. You know what I mean? Like those are the same people who complain about Falcon when he was introduced back in like the seventies or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure. So um, or Luke Cage or Luke man. Cage or uh, War Machine or any of the other you know black characters. Um, but I think what's what's a lot. I think the reason why a lot of these companies do this is because it's very difficult. I mean, it's not that difficult, and you'll see why in a second. But it's difficult to create a compelling character that, and get people to give it a shot and try it out, right, when it's brand new. I think it's difficult with new heroes because uh, uh, in the 90s there was a bunch of heroes that I feel like came out and just oh, yeah. tried new comics. Well, and I did- mean, that's in the 60s and 70s there were two, right? We forget about a lot of the characters who were like just – who showed up once and then never again. And then Marvel does this cool thing of bringing them oh, yeah. back into the forefront. You know, Bucky was gone for, you know, years and years and years and years. See, I like it when Marvel will take like the mm-hmm. old school villains and then we'll pop them. Wasn't Sentry every- one of those? Uh, Cent- I feel like Sentry was new, but they kind of wrote them back in history. Oh, did maybe, they? I don't maybe know. I'm wrong. I feel like, uh, although I do, I do like Sentry, like Marvel's basic evil, evil Superman. Super- well, just a mentally unstable Superman. Yeah. Yeah. I guess the void would be evil, uh, Superman. Right, he's but like, um, he's like, like I like Moon Knight had had Superman powers. Yeah, but I feel like um, people are more willing to give villains a chance uh, than they do heroes. Heroes are a little bit, I guess, harder to get. Like right, uh, because villains like you inevitably run out of villains. You know, like you beat Doctor Doom so many times, and he's got a. There's got to be a reason why he's still scary and not in jail or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it, it, you need this fresh host of things and which opens up the, uh, the chance of doing a really interesting anti-hero type character. But, um, I think what a lot of people have problems with though, is when they take their favorite superheroes and just change them, retcon them, turn them into a different character altogether to fill one of these checkboxes. So, uh, how do you think people are going to feel about, um, Lady Thor when, uh, Love and Thunder comes out? Um, I, I feel comic book wise, a lot of people didn't react to it too much, or at least uh, maybe I wasn't paying attention. There, but. there were there were people who did, and same thing with Thor being or uh, Loki being a woman too. That was in the comic books, and people were like, yeah. "What?" Um, it's like, dude, that I, happened in the mythology. I don't, like, I don't lot. think it's, I don't think it's as big of a deal, um, with those characters because it's you know, it when that was happening, we knew like, well, that's obviously not real Thor that's somebody else and then we find out that's Jane Foster you know um and we know that going into this movie too like I mean you know it's it's hard not to understand that that's Natalie Portman you know so I don't think it's as much I think it's when um when that character is designed to be a direct replacement you know what I mean like if if female Thor was and I don't know what their intention was when they first created her but if they're uh their idea was to completely get rid of Thor Odinson altogether. And this just be, she's Thor now. She's the son of Odin. She is, you know, Thor and thing. I think people would be really upset. Maybe but, people are a little bit more prepared with the uh, horse alien, which I'm forgetting. Uh, beta Ray Bill. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill. So. <laughs> beta Ray Bill. Um, yeah, I don't know. But, I, you know, it's like one of those things where I think as long as you know, if she created her own character, like, you know, Valkyrie wasn't already a character, that would have been a cool, you know, a cool way to introduce a character named Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, 
I think I think people would be more accepting. But the fact that you're calling her Thor, and she's not Thor, she's not related to Odin. You know, it's just it it feels a little weird. Um, but I think I think the way the cinematic universe is handling it. Now we don't know the story. The trailer just got released like three days ago. But um, I think the way that they're going to handle it is going to be much wider accepted because Thor actual Thor is there the whole time. Yeah. Well, I'm assuming it's going to be, he has the ax. She has uh, the Mjolnir that they pulled from the past. Although now no, thinking it was about broken it, and it repaired. Right. But the one that uh, Captain America had, he took from the past. I'm wondering if like it stayed in the future or if he had left it in the past, he, but yeah, then he, he would have had to have left it in the past for, he, he brought it Thor. to the back. Yeah. So, but it, if it? you look at it, it's the one broken that Hela broke in Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I wasn't paying attention that close. Yeah, it was shattered, but it was like welded back together. So maybe, uh, maybe uh, Peter Dinklage comes comes back and fixes it. <laughs> um, now let's talk a little bit. Well, we got a little time left. About uh, are you going to fix it, Cody? Well, I was going to talk about like gay Superman first. You, sure. You want to talk about gay Superman? Sure. So. This was in the New York Times, which I don't know if it really qualified for New York Times coverage. <laughs> but um, there's this big story about Superman comes out as DC Comics ushers in a new Man of Steel. Well, it's his kid. It is. It's Jonathan Kent, son of Lois Lane and Clark Kent. And he has now taken on the moniker of, of Superman, and he has this uh, gay boyfriend named Jay. And um, obviously... People were like, kind of upset. They were like, "Oh, oh that's not my Superman. Superman ain't gay." Yeah, <laughs> that one to me is not a big deal. And like, I really, who cares? Like, I don't care. I don't care that Jonathan Kent is gay. I just, I'm upset that they're calling him Superman. He's not Superman. Clark Kent's <laughs> Superman. You know, we can't be Superboy. There's already a Superboy. Super kid. Just super. Just some kind of super. Super gay. I don't know. <laughs> they wouldn't call him that. Um, but like. Let him be his own character. Let, let him use his his um, Kryptonian name that I'm sure he has a cool one or something. He was like, your name's Jonathan Kent, but your name is really like Zor-El or Jor-El. Or, you know. So you're saying as long as he doesn't take the mantle of Superman, yeah. has nothing to do with him being gay, but it's just like stop taking away these characters. Right, right. Yeah, and like, like Lucius Fox's son, I think, or grandson, son or grandson, is going to be the new Batman in this new uh campaign they're doing it's like but he's not related to batman he's like related via you know six points of separation or whatever to batman you know you have like four five robins that you could have chosen from and batgirl and batwoman who all could have been batman if you wanted to hand that mantle off and it's some dude who like who's the son of the dude who works for batman you know, it's like, you know, outside of lazy, it's Alfred's cousin outside of lazy writing. And it's also lazy, lazy superheroing as well. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, all that work you did for like 20, 30 years, like getting all these villains to fear you. I'm just going to use that. Yeah. <laughs> to get me started. Yeah. I'm gonna fake it till I make it. I'm going to use all I'm going to use all the work that you did ruining your body and all your personal relationships. <laughs> um, And I'm going to take that and I'm going to be. Batman now. I'm not super strong like you, but I have robot suit that my dad gave me. So <laughs> I was like, God, dude, it, that's that's what's frustrating to me is is when you take a character who has this really long um, like storyline and like established um, 
mythos and stuff where it's like, okay, cool. We're going to take that and throw that away and just give it to this new character. You know, like the green lantern is fine because it's built into his story. Green lantern was given the ring by, I forget the guy, the alien, alien. alien dude who died because that's what the green lanterns do. It goes from one to another, and there's not just one Green Lantern, you find out. There's a bunch of them, one for every sector of the universe. Okay, cool, that makes sense, right? But Superman is not like that. Superman, they called him Superman because he's super, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's his identity, and they're just giving it away to someone else. It just doesn't feel earned. It feels kind of lazy. So um, one thing I did, you know, we've talked about this whole time how lazy writing this has all been. I spent about 15 minutes today while I was... That's a lot of time for Cody. Yeah, I was taking shit with my phone. And I came up with um, two different modern, woke superheroes. All right, I'm ready. I'll be the judge. That I feel you could write a compelling story and actually get an audience to buy into without taking the name of someone else. All right. And apologies if one of these names is actually taken. The names are not my strongest suit, okay? Sure. I thought this one was, though. Misdirect. Okay, that's the superhero name. Is that like where you tell a joke and then you're about to, you think you know where it's going, then the punchline comes it, in? It's like, look over here, look over here, punch you, <laughs> misdirect. Okay, so misdirect is a trans woman who fights crime as a man to protect her secret identity. So at n- night to go out fight crime, she puts on like a suit, like a big, you know, fake muscle superhero suit. Okay, and goes out and fights crime. Okay, um, and she does that to better keep her secret identity. Like Peter Parker would. Right? Okay. Okay. Her powers are illusionary powers, so she can control and manipulate illusions and create illusions, kind of like Mysterio almost, right? Okay. But also, she can create hard illusions, which is a working title. But these are illusions that have substance to them. So she can make like a ninja star or a sword or whatever, but it has to be small. She can't do, she can't make a building that you can walk into and live in. Okay. Right. She can make really cool illusions that are bigger size, but only small stuff that you can interact with. Okay. Got to put limitations on powers. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, so the reason why I thought this character would be an interesting one to explore is because, well, I'm, uh, let's backtrack a little bit, but you said, uh, She's only fighting to protect her identity? No, 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 no. No, she's fighting crime because she wants to be a superhero. I haven't thought all of that out yet. Okay. But the reason why she she her superhero identity is a man is because that helps protect her. Identity. Got it. Okay. Because she lives as a woman because she's a trans woman. Okay, got it. So, um, but one of the reasons I thought this was an interesting way to tell a story is because now you can kind of explore like the complex ideas around gender identity and how... When she's, you know, we have Peter Parker, right, who was always a nerd, but when he becomes Superman, he becomes really jovial and, like, outspoken and stuff. Yeah. He can finally be who he is on the inside. This one's the opposite. Because when she becomes a superhero, now she's doesn't feel comfortable. She doesn't feel like herself anymore, but she feels like it's a necessary evil to protect her identity, secret okay. identity, right? And um, one thing that's kind of interesting, too, I think, is that then you could have it be like, you know, there could be side stories where maybe um, she, as a superhero, meets another female superhero who, who likes her, and she's like, sorry, not about it. And she she has to hide that, her true self, from that. So it's like an allegory for the trans experience in general. Okay. You, know? you spent this whole your whole time living, living 
in an uncomfortable body, and now she's having to do that again, but to be a superhero. Okay, I'm not going to lie. When you first started talking about it, I was getting a little like, <laughs> but as you further explain, it's like, okay. Right. Okay, all right. Right. These these are cliff notes versions of these things. I don't have like full back. I don't know how she got her illusionary powers. Magic illusion dust gas. <laughs> um, Internet gas. But But you can see how like, Okay, I have a framework. Like I'm, I set out to make some sort of representative superhero, but there's a reason why I'm doing that. She's not, you know, she's not on internet blogs, you know, standing up for trans women. No, she's actually fighting crime with cool powers. Okay, all right. right? Okay, so other one. I don't know about this name, but I threw it in there. I named it Quark. Okay. All right. Quark is a non-binary superhero. Okay, doesn't identify as male or female. Um, and I thought a fun way of doing this would be to make them an alien. Either I was thinking like a cool, like either Cree or scroll, like hybrid, Okay, you know, cause we have, cause I wanted like cool power set, like Captain Marvel had with the flight and superpowers and stuff like that flying mm-hmm. around. But also I wanted shape changing to be in there too. And so part of the reason why they don't identify as male or female is because they've lived their life as a shape changer. Shift, shifting into whichever they feel is most appropriate for whatever they're doing, right? Okay. And so because of that, now you can exp- kind of explore that ability to fit into either group, but also at the same time fitting into none of the groups. You feel like an alien or an outsider in society, even as a superhero who can literally turn into whoever they want to be. Okay. Right. So, like, those are two, I feel like, pretty solid starting points for creating a couple characters. Either of those, like, kind of strike your fancy. Would you read it, either of those ones? The first one scared me. I was like, this is going to be bad. But as you were explaining the why, I'm like, oh, okay, okay, right. okay, okay. Well, that's the thing is I, I think that, you know, that's why it's kind of difficult. Is you can't just be like, you can't write that one little blurb thing about, you know, safe word or not safe word, safe, safe, space. safe space. And, um, what was the other one's name? Snowflake. Snowflake. You can't do, you can't do, uh, just a little blurb about that. And then like have people take them seriously if you don't word it correctly. <laughs> right. So, um, this will actually give a little bit, um, a little bit more context and you can kind of experience that, you know, as you're, uh, reading through the comic book page. So like the first issue, you might not even know that uh, whatever the civilian name is and misdirect are the same person, but then it's revealed at the end of the first issue. You're like, Oh shit, they're the same person. And then, you know, you'd have to change the name misdirect. <laughs> you'd have to change the name misdirect. I don't know. It's, like I said, names are hard. I can't, I can't think of cool names, um, but no, I thought it was a, I, I thought it, it would a, work. I thought I... it was a subtle thing because like misdirect is female. That I don't know. I like puns. <laughs> All right, moving forward, you come up with story. I come up with names. Yeah, <laughs> names are hard. Like I can't think of cool names. You know? What no, I mean? but I think Captain it w- America sounds dumb. <laughs> but like, dude, that character's sick. But it came out in like nineteen. I, I think if you started, I think it would be a solid starting point where you uh, right. for misdirect where um you do not mention it at all. The illusionist. Like at Is that all. A good one? Any of that was like, the Edward Norton movie. I don't know if I don't know if I'd get sued for that. But if you did, it's just Edward Norton if from you the did, If you just did not mention at all, like that they were the same um, person, mm-hmm. you know, and you saw like 
the crime fighting, and you saw this person um, just going around their it's daily mis- life. Misdirection, Christian. And then later on, slowly like reveal that it's yeah. the same person. That I think that would be a very interesting story. It would be a compelling start to a, a hero. Yeah. Right. You know, finding out more more about them, kind of thing. And the whole comp, you know, the the like the reason why they feel like they have to yes. um, do one thing as one gender and the other as another gender. And I think right. like that that could be very interesting if you know. If you get some good writing, it would. Well, that's that's the thing. You can't you can't have you know uh, you can't have trailblazer and freaking uh, screen time writers <laughs> writing stuff like this because I don't know if it's true, but I think I saw something that it said that it was a writer from the Stephen Colbert show. I did see that. Yeah. I wonder if that's true. I don't know. I hope not because that show is pretty funny, <laughs> and this is not funny. Um, unless unless they wrote it like this shit'll never pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's screen time and he's you know, he's on the internet, he'll Google stuff. Like I'm like, that's a great idea. It's like, what? No, it's not. What? <laughs> don't don't write this. Yeah. No. We already we already uh we already published ten copies. I, oh no. <laughs> I feel like that would be funny but like tragic at the same yeah, time exactly. someone's like a big joke like i don't want to do this fuck it i'm gonna write some terrible shit that'll yeah. never fucking fly i know i don't know i don't i don't know how that because you know to create an actual run of comic books there's a lot of steps you have to go through to get published and it's hard for me to believe that those are the best ideas out there you know you know what it was is a bunch of people saying like well i don't want to say no I, yeah if i say no i don't gonna- understand it but maybe that's the point I don't. <laughs> it's like if I say no, I'm going to be known as the guy who hates uh, yeah. any of the letter people. I'm not going to say it. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think that and and that could you know you bring up a good point, is that, you know, I think there are a lot of people out there who are afraid to be critical of the some of these ideas because they don't want to be labeled as that guy. When you know, from a you got to realize some of these some of these writers out there, you know, are the best writers in the business, and some of the people who run Marvel, DC, and stuff have worked their way up and have been there so long they really understand what Marvel, what DC is, and they should have an opinion on on what gets made into actual content. Right? I have a gut feeling. I have no way of like confirming this, but I feel they had no one at all who identified as yeah. any of that in the writing room. Oh yeah, that's that's possible. But <laughs> hey, I don't identify as any one of those and those are okay ideas. Well yeah, I, I mean there's women writers who can write really great uh, yeah. male characters and I feel like vice versa. So like you don't necessarily have to, but I just feel like um I don't know. I, yeah, it was I, probably a bunch of like, you know, guys in an office room just like, you know, writing things on a chalkboard. Well, it's probably whiteboard in this day and age, but you know, you know what I'm saying? Just like, just like putting a bunch of like uh, buzzwords up there and they're like, how do we make this into a character? Or just hitting like Google, like, uh, what, what words are just really trending right now? Yeah. Those are the ones we're going to throw. That's in. what we're going to do. Yeah. And, and look, like, I don't, I know that it's hard. Like it's, it's not easy to create a new compelling superhero in a world where we have such a roster of established superheroes. It's not an easy thing to do. But I think, you know, there have been people who have proved that it's possible. Miles Morales is a good one. Kamala Khan is another good one. I think, you know, I think there are better ways how they could have been introduced because notice how we call them Miles Morales and Kamala Khan and not Spider-Man and Miss Marvel. Yeah. 
You know, it's it's one of the that that's kind of the problem you run with creating these um, passed down monikers, you know, um, and but at the same time, original characters who are diverse and who have a compelling story to tell. Like at the end of the day, that's what we want is compelling stories. You know what I mean? We we don't, you know, most of us don't read comics just for the cool pictures. It's definitely part of it. It's definitely a perk. <laughs> but we want a cool story about heroes doing heroic stuff or villains doing villainous stuff. You know what I mean? And I think that um, I think we're just not getting that. And that's not why. I, I think that that is why some people are having problems with woke comics. You know, I don't think being woke is necessarily a bad thing. It's how you implement it. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, I feel like if the whole point is to get these characters to be popular and, you know, to get it to be seem quote unquote more normal, you have to make them likable and you have to make a story that people can relate to. Well, likable is like the first thing yeah. for creating any character or product for that matter, right? But I feel like in, in – I didn't read them and maybe these comics did do it. But like if you have them no deal way. with um, problems that people like can even remotely relate to, you're going to find some common ground and you're going to yeah. like them, you know? Everyone loved Spider-Man uh, like – bunch of nerdy people me loved spider-man because he was like the nerdy kid who wanted to be able to do these things and he right. finally got the uh the, the power, ability, to, the do power so. to do it captain america same thing you know like he was the dude that he wanted to be helpful wanted, he wanted yeah he wanted to help his country so much that he went through a dangerous experiment to make himself qualify for the army yeah you know the army they'll throw anyone out there <laughs> you know so he was really weak <laughs> um yeah you know it's it, it's there's definitely a path forward that I think we can get to some comics that are good quality stories, but also represent a wider range of people. And I think that that should really be the goal. So, you know, I think unfortunately they're going to have to crash and burn on some, you know, safe spaces and snowflakes and trailblazers, 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 is just the worst character. Like she doesn't have anything other than like, Oh look, I pulled different stuff out of this bag. It's a laser sword. Cool. Bag of holding, you know? It's yeah. A bag of holding that just has a uh, table to roll for what you pull out of it. Yeah, I don't know. It's a cool D&D item. Might add that <laughs> into our game. Let us know what you think, guys. Uh, please don't put any hate speech in our comments. <laughs> like, if you if you hate all these groups that we talked about, keep that shit to yourself and be a better person. But if you have some, you know, interesting ideas on on what the future of wokeness in comic books is, we'd be interested to hear it. Cause you know, like we said, we're two straight dudes. We don't, we don't know entirely what that experience is um, for a lot of the, those groups we talked about, but we got to imagine like, look, if I was, if I was gay or if I was, you know, non-binary, I would sure hope that there would be a better superhero out there than snowflake and, you know, Superman's son who's in all about saving the environment. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I would That was I remember reading. That. Yeah, I don't I, think that comic's out yet, but yeah. Uh Yeah, I, th I think it's I think there's a couple issues out of it, but yeah, he's all about like saving the planet. I think I like, saw something too saving the planet not like from aliens or robots or whatever, it or meteors. It's like, you know, he's going to go plant trees and shit. I'm like, dude, you're Superman. Yeah. 
turn back, spin around the earth and turn back time. Yeah, you don't need to do that. Swamp yeah. things all over that. He's <laughs> yeah, <swamp thing. laughs> um, yeah, you know, I think, I think, I think overall, all these people just deserve better superheroes. Yeah, for you know sure. What I mean? So, anyway, let us know what you think down in the comments. Um, you know, report us to YouTube if you think we're off base. <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna get some negative hate. I, you know, I don't know what kind of thumbnail I'm gonna come up with this shit. But our hearts are in the right place. <laughs> yeah, our hearts are in the right place. Hopefully, this convinced you. Because um, if it didn't, I don't know what the fuck to say. <laughs> and also, if you see misdirect or quark was the other one, I think quark is. The I wanted one. like I wanted like something cool and spacey, but like but neutron is. Ooh, is neutron a person? I don't think so. Quasar is though. Quasar is a superhero. Is that a video game. I think Quasar, isn't Quasar Monica Rambo's character? Oh, maybe. Yeah, but I don't think Neutron is. Okay, that's that. That's that character's name. Okay, there you go. Quark was a, a fill-in. I just, <laughs> I was done pooping, and I had to come up with something. <laughs> so I got to write something before I wipe. There yeah, we. but like and subscribe, guys. We do appreciate it. Every little comment or uh, like helps. If you're on uh, Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or uh, Spotify, make sure you follow us so you get new episodes every week. Um, and hit up patreon.com slash nerds with friends helps support us. Uh, and you know, if we get enough patrons, I'll write these comic books. There we go. Yeah. And I'll, they'll be fucking sick. <laughs> they'll be fucking sick. If I had the time, I'd illustrate it. Yeah. <laughs> Christian, thanks for uh, helping me mansplain some of these, uh, on our last episode topics <laughs> before we get canceled. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun. <laughs> They're not going to cancel us. We don't, we're beholden to no one. There we go. <laughs> to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg, but their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're gonna get 180 pages of entertainment, action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one. All you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Metahuman Affairs or DMA and check it out right now.